It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist. And this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and counseling. I thought today we would have a discussion about willpower and the biochemical connection to willpower. Stop for a minute and think. Have you ever thought of willpower having a biochemical connection? Hmm. Hmm. Well, it truly does. And if you want to increase your willpower, stay tuned because we have the answer. In fact, we're going to teach each of you how to reinforce your willpower through simple nutritional techniques. Now, you don't have to count points. Do yoga, meditate, run a marathon. In fact, it is simply eating. So, do I have your interest? (laughs) It may be the magic within you to actually be able to keep your New Year's resolution. Joining me today as our co-host is Anna Derhock, who is a licensed nutritionist with both her undergrad and graduate degrees in nutrition. So Anna knows a lot about the field of nutrition. She's also a mother of three young children, so she's an expert in nutrition for pregnancy mm-hmm. and nutrition for babies and young children. Most important, she is fun. She's a great teacher, and she knows a lot about willpower. <laughs> so, yes, I do. <laughs> there, we have her I've laughing been, already. And I've been informed by my dad this morning that I, I am the expert on willpower, I guess, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we really do need to teach people how to develop more willpower because um, there is such a thing. And we know this time of year, right after the holidays, um, that were filled with Christmas cookies and those eggnog lattes oh, yes. and even pumpkin spice lattes and pumpkin pie and treats upon treats upon treats. So many of you have made your New Year's re- resolution, and usually it's to eat better or lose weight, exercise well, more. Yes. <laughs> so let's just assume you made a New Year's resolution, and at this point, you haven't broken it. Now, that's, <laughs> that's good, good news. <laughs> so based on research, people who make a resolution are more successful at achieving their goals than those that don't make a commitment to themselves. Mm-hmm. So make a resolution. Make a resolution. That's right. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. You have to make a resolution, a commitment to yourself. Yeah. So already you're ahead of the game, but it is January 21st. And you're starting to eye those M&M cookies. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, you really have to agree that most people are not going to keep their resolutions all year long, which is, you know, it's sad when you start to think about it. But there's so many temptations that we face, such such as the M&M cookies you were talking about, Dar. And and that really starts to weaken um, the resolutions, you know, the more temptations that are around, you know. So by the end of January, um, you know, they look... They look to resist those M&M cookies, but they they just don't have any willpower left. Exactly. (laughs) And I was also, um, on on Thursday, I had a wonderful client come in and she was explaining to me how, um, you know, she she has a Starbucks addiction and and her Starbucks addiction is, it's called the Grande Cinnamon Latte Dolce, whatever, you know, something like that. It's $115 a month. That's her habit. 
Really? And she's like, I could save so much money if I just stop. And I was like, yeah, and it'd be so much healthier for you. And one of her goals is weight loss. So, uh-huh. you know, I, you know, I, I told her, you have an espresso machine at home. You can make yourself a, a wonderful espresso without all that sugar. And it'll so be how just much sugar good. would that be? Well, in hers, it was it was close to 50 grams of carbohydrates. That was a grande cinnamon latte. But she was telling me how um, there are a lot of people who drink those peppermint mochas. Uh-huh. And that's four, four pumps of chocolate and four pumps of peppermint sugary syrup. And I equated that to be about 90 grams of carbohydrates. That's in a large. That's in a grande. 90 grams. So that's 22 and a half teaspoons of sugar. Oh, wow. That's a lot. And that's yes. not going to be good for our blood sugar. <laughs> <laughs> so when we're talking about willpower, you know, by January 30th, which is my son's birthday, mm-hmm. more than a third of the people will have broken their resolution. Mm-hmm. And by July, more than half will have given up because they've run out of willpower. Right. So, so what is willpower? You really do have to ask yourself that. And I did, too. So... um Social psychologists John Tierney and Roy Baumeister in their book Willpower, Rediscovering the Greatest Human Strength, said that willpower is a real form of mental energy, which kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. And it's powered by glucose in the bloodstream, which is delivered to the brain. We've known that for years, haven't we, Dar? (laughs) We go right back to nutrition. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So this is the interesting thing, is that the glucose gets used up as you exert self-control. That makes sense. Yeah. The longer you're around those M&M cookies and you exert self-control and you don't eat them, the quicker, the faster you use up the glucose in your brain. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you have been listening to our show, Dishing Up Nutrition, for a while or taken any of our classes... We are continually teaching you to reduce cravings and to have more willpower. You And to do this, you have to eat frequently to have sufficient glucose um, or what what is called blood sugar for your brain. Yes, we talk about blood sugar all, all the, the time. time. We do. And another person that talks about blood sugar all the time is Dr. Amen, who mm-hmm. is the author of Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. Mm-hmm. And he repeats over and over and over, when your blood sugar drops below normal... You have insufficient glucose to your brain, and you make poor decisions, <laughs> or you have no willpower. Right. So the lack of glucose in your brain or low blood sugar sets you up to lose your willpower. It's just fascinating, it is. isn't it? Yes, and again, we've been teaching this for years. So, But when we are eating on schedule every two and a half to three hours in balance, we are free of cravings and we have wonderful willpower. We just have that ability to say, I don't need that cookie. And, you know, you and I are both these kinds of people that need to eat this every two, two and a half hours. Sometimes it's boring (laughs) (laughs) or we forget. Yes. But we, you know. Yep. So when we know the more you skip meals, the less glucose will be in your bloodstream the less delivered to your brain, and the less resistance you have to temptations, and the less willpower you have. Right. So that's why we have to eat every, every two and a two half, half three, three hours. hours. It's so true. And I know that about myself, and I know, Dari, you're the same way. So, And there is more to the story about willpower besides balanced eating to keep your blood sugar balanced. Um, researchers from the University of Chicago found um, the people who had the best, self, the best self-control 
and did not fall off their diet and give in to temptations are those who use their willpower the least. Interesting. That's awesome. So you might ask then, what is the trick to our willpower? So the people that did best, they did use their willpower the least. Yes. So these people, with the best self-control, set up their lives to minimize temptation. So how can you minimize temptation and keep your New Year's resolution to eat healthy? Well, you don't have to lock yourself up in a cell. (laughs) (laughs) So people with the most willpower use it the least because they follow some basic lifestyle habits that we actually teach in our weight and wellness classes. Yes. And I think the most important and first habit that I encourage all of my students and people in my classes to do is really to plan their meals. It's all about the planning, planning, planning. (laughs) I say it all the time, but you know, you have to ask yourself, what am I going to eat for breakfast tomorrow? Yes. You do have to think about it. And it's not like you're constantly thinking about food, but you kind of have to have in the back of your mind. Uh, what will I take for lunch? Yes, you have to know that. You have to know that. You just do. Have I packed up some snacks for the day? You know, yes. have I taken meat out of the freezer so it'll be ready to cook for dinner? <laughs> you know, and it, it, it's not, it's, it is common sense, but sometimes you just don't want to think about those things, but you really do. You really need to have a plan. And when you have a plan there, there are less temptations and less need to use up your willpower. And, and s- and I'm, you know, I'm so much better at planning my meals now that I know that. You okay. Know, I feel so much better. I, I try to write out a list at least, um, what, you know, once a week and I'm going to, you know, I put it Monday, I'm going to do this. Tuesday, I'm going to do this. And it's so much easier. And then you plan and you know exactly what you're going to eat. Yep. And sometimes if you, you plan it on, um, on, you know, around what's on sale, that's that's even better because you save money. Yeah. So, but we do need to take a and break. Good food, good food is expensive. And so. it is. Yep. So mm-hmm. it's an investment. But we're going to take a break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And as a nutritionist, I have to weigh in on the Paula Dean story. Yes. <laughs> Most of you know Paula Dean, who has a popular TV cooking show, um, finally announced that she actually has type, type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that I have ever had time or actually even interest um, in watching her cooking show, but she is known as the queen of unhealthy cooking. And she makes things like fudge with Velveeta cheese. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. So I was like, Ugh. but. And so I, what we're really talking I, is sugar and, and trans, trans fats. fats. It's, not, it's, it, it's not the butter she uses, you guys, in her cooking. It isn't. It's the trans it's fats the trans and the sugar. It's the and the sugar that has led to that. So... Um, the, but the real kicker is that she's now representing a new injectable drug to control her diabetes. Oh. And one of the side effects of this drug is thyroid tumors or thyroid cancer. So it just doesn't make any sense that she's, you know, that they're using these things. But anyway, I wish someone would talk to her about changing her diet and just encourage her maybe to listen, listen to Dishing Up Nutrition. Yes. And coming into Nutritional Weight and Wellness for a consult. Um, we could even... You know, do a consultation by phone. You would be perfect so. to have a consultation with her. <laughs> but we know she certainly needs nutrition education. So questions about willpower, please feel free to give us a call at 651-641-1071. If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low carb or low fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. 
Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering MyTalk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, I have just one comment about the Paula Dean's type 2 diabetes story. The American Diabetes Association spokesperson said, Heredity always plays some part. You can't just eat your way to type 2 diabetes. Oh, that is so wrong. (laughs) I can't believe that somebody from the American Diabetes Association said that. You absolutely can eat your way to type 2 diabetes. In fact, one-third of all adults in Minnesota have eaten their way to type 2 diabetes or prediabetes. Mm-hmm. You know, remember, genetics account for only 10% of your health, but you put in your mouth accounts for the other 90%. And if genetics counted so much, I would be diabetic today. That's what I was just going to say. Oh, my gosh. And you probably would have heart disease. Oh, yes. You know, it's like... And and I agree, you have to eat carefully if you choose not to do this. Yes. I mean, you do. You have to really be on top of it every time. Yep, yep. But, but you have the ultimate control. Yes. So remember that, people. If you have a family history, I do too. Yeah, I know and it. I'm not planning on getting any of them. So. so, and that's why Anna and I both need to make sure that we... Eat frequently to have sufficient glucose in our brain so we have the willpower to avoid <laughs> and resist these temptations because they're all around us they all are. the time. We're not going to get away from them. We don't live in a remote country that doesn't, isn't westernized. <laughs> so we, we, you know, we definitely need to plan, plan, plan. 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 So. so this is one that I hear in my counseling office. So many people are tempted by that afternoon Coke. Mm. So what would be a a nutritional technique you could use to reduce that Coke temptation? (laughs) Well, I mean, simple things. Mm -hmm. First of all, make sure that you're drinking 8 to 10 glasses of water throughout the day. Cravings for pop are often a dehydration problem. Yes, and it's so true, too. Like, um, I had a client the other day who came in, and she was drinking probably um, eight cans of Diet Coke a day and no water. And I was like, you don't drink any water? She's like, well, you know, I usually just drink a Diet Coke. And I'm like, okay, we need to, yep. we need to change something here. Well, she, if you, you know, if she's at it, you've managed to help her get off of the Diet Coke, which yep. we do have techniques to do that. Yep. Uh, she probably will drop 10 pounds at first. And that's what I told her. You yeah. know, I'm like, you are going to drop so much weight just the first month. This is because you're getting rid of this bad habit yes. and getting getting more water. So. Um, but also be sure to eat your snacks. I, I find people who crave soda are not eating enough at meals and often skipping snacks. Yes. You know, and it, sometimes it's because they've, they have this misconception that they need to cut calories. And so they drink a diet pop because 
yep. doesn't have calories. So if you are hydrated and have the balanced blood sugar, you will not need a heavy dose of willpower to say no to that afternoon Coke. So it'll be that much easier just like to lay off the Coke. But if you are someone who has been following a low-calorie, low-fat diet to lose weight, no doubt you feel as though you have no willpower left. <laughs> and, you know, you are correct mm -hmm. because the more Sad. you starve your body, the less glucose in your bloodstream and the lower your blood sugar in your brain and the less resistance you have to temptations and the less willpower you have that you can gather up. Right. I mean, it's just gone. It's gone. It's, <laughs> you have none left. So we don't want you to feel like that. We we need to get you back on track. That's right. So, and really, Dar, what you are saying to have willpower, you must keep your blood sugar balanced. You I know, mean, we say it over and over, over and over. and over and over. And at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, you know, we've been teaching that message for over 10 years. And now this recent study published last month about willpower in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology found again that willpower is all about blood sugar balance. Isn't that neat? It's I awesome. mean, it is. Yes, it is. I mean, it just reinforces what we've been teaching. Yes, it is. Um, but we do have a call, Dar. Do you sure. want to take a call? Oh, sure. All right. That's, that'd be great. Christy, we have Christy on the line. Welcome to Dish Amp Nutrition. Hi, good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Does this blood sugar balance have a bearing on emotional eating and... I love the question. I guess there's more to it, my thoughts, but that's the basic question I have. And I'm a Diet Coke addict, too. Yes, it certainly does, Christy. I mean, you know, emotional eating is a lot, just blood sugar problems or not eating enough protein to support your brain chemistry. And, um, and you know, when your blood sugar drops, you are going to probably have cravings, you're going to be, you know, a lot of people cry a lot when that happens. Yep, emotional. And you get real emotional or you get irritable, angry, uh, frustrated, you know, <laughs> you can't think. And it's just a low blood sugar attack because you have no glucose in your brain. Yep. So the emotions or the, a lot of the emotions that are going on when you're having issues can be based upon your blood sugar being imbalanced. Yes. Yep. And the other stuff too. <laughs> yeah. But the other thing that happens is the more stress you have in your life, mm -hmm. yeah. the more you have to work and eat more carefully because you have to make sure you're eating every two, two and a half hours to keep your blood sugar balanced because, again, stress uses up that glucose in your mm -hmm. brain. So, what are the better things to eat at those every couple hours to combat that stress where you just want to, well, Right. The, All these emotions. Yeah. <laughs> Christy, the, the most important thing for your brain when you're going through stress is protein. And it also will, is going to um, have the balancing act of helping your blood sugar. So your 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 snacks, you know, and and meals should be based, you know, you know, two to four ounces of protein and mm -hmm. you know, good animal protein, whether it's eggs, chicken, um, beef, steak, all those things. A meatball, meatball, exactly. Yep. Um, cottage cheese if you're not dairy sensitive. Yep. You know, th that should be a base of your snack or meal, and then it should be, you know. More, more of those fruits and vegetables and fresh when you can, you know, like um, blueberries and cottage cheese for a snack with some nuts thrown on top. Um, or for a meal, like, you know, eggs and spinach would be wonderful for breakfast. With some butter. With some butter. Exactly. Um, you want to use some good fat because um, that's, again, what's going to help stabilize your blood sugar and keep it balanced throughout the morning. 
Right. And you need the healthy fat like butter, almonds, olives, those things, because that stabilizes your blood sugar the longest. Mm-hmm. It's a science. Yep. I mean, this is really a science. So. Yep. And a lot of that will help stave off that emotional eating where you're trying to fill that. Yes. Place. Yes, exactly. Because the carbohydrates are not going to do you any good at, at that point. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, yep. sure. So. Thank you. And yes, um, and just staying off the Diet Coke, that'll help too, huh? Oh, yes. Oh, and you know yeah. what? We're going to talk about a supplement later on in the show called Crave Control Plus. And for some people that have a diet pop addiction, that really does help them get off of it. Yeah. So. You know, just uh, stay, you know, continue to listen so you understand what Crave Control Plus is. I will. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks, Christy. Great question. So that was perfect. Yeah, perfect timing. I love it. Um, And, you know, often it seems some people don't appear to want more willpower. (laughs) Some Mm -hmm. people aren't ready. Yes. So it is a puzzle because they don't plan. They are not prepared. And, of course, they aren't successful because if you don't plan... It's a lot. It's a lot harder to have more willpower. I think that that's what we sometimes, when we're sitting there in a counseling room with clients, and we're saying plan, 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 and they're struggling with it. And we mm-hmm. know it is, it, it is a struggle mm-hmm. to begin with. Yeah. So. Um, Dar, do you think we should take a break? Oh, okay. All right. Let's, you th- let's, if let's take a quick boss. break. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching the clock and I'm like, oh, let's take one. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And last Thursday afternoon, I had the most fun teaching at a place called Mazopia in Prior Lake. It's a, a natural foods ho- co-op. And um, I taught a cooking for kids class. And I felt right at home because it's like one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> and it was funny because this doesn't usually happen in our classes, but the adults or actually the kids outnumbered the adults. Oh, how fun. So it was fun. You know, it was like I was at you're, home. You're right home. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so I had lots of great tips to share. Um, and really, it's easy to make a good home cooked meal in less than 30 minutes. And that's what we taught. So, um, you guys ever get out to Mazopia? They teach a lot of those cooking classes, and or yes, we do for and them. It's a great store. Yes, um, but this coming Saturday, so not this Saturday, but next Saturday, um, I'm going to start teaching our weight and wellness series in St. Paul on Saturday mornings, and it's going to be from 10:30 to 12:30, and it's just a wonderful series. It talks a ton about um, how to eat healthy, blood sugar balance all those things. And you'll learn about what foods support your well-being. And most people, if they want to, even lose even lose the weight in six weeks. So um, come join me, and I promise that it'll be great information and it'll be a wonderful time. So I always make my classes fun, I promise. <laughs> so, And if you want to you sign up right now, you can go to weightandwellness.com or you can call our office at 651-699-3438. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if you have interest in nutrition, I know you'll love our weight and wellness classes. Everybody that takes them, they love them. So it's six two-hour classes covering blood sugar balance, heart health, uh, food and mood connection, intestinal health, and my favorite, learning to eat to reduce inflammation. So the classes start Monday in St. Paul in Wyzetta. Tuesday in New Richmond, Wisconsin. Yes. Wednesday okay. in Maple Grove, Edina, North Oaks, and Thursday in Lakeville. 
and Friday in North Oaks, and Saturday, Anna's teaching it in St. Paul, and we have a class in Wyzetta. So just pick a location convenient for you and call 651-699-3438, or you can go to weightandwellness.com and sign up online. And before break, we were talking about willpower. Yes. Okay. And that sometimes people just aren't planning because that's part of having willpower. Mm-hmm. So you have to say, what is holding What's people holding back? back from moving forward? So could it be fear? Fear of giving up their sugar? Fear of failing again? Or is it just learned behavior from trying to follow a starvation-type mm-hmm. diet? I don't know. Whatever the reason, you can self-correct yes. and develop willpower. Exactly. I think that's neat. I know. And it gives. I think it empowers people. Yeah. So let's help people self-correct and re- regain their willpower. And it's it really starts when you start your day. <laughs> yes. It does. So start by eating a balanced breakfast. We were just talking to Christy about that. So, you know, it could be as simple as two eggs cooked in butter and a cup of spinach. And spinach cooks up like that. Oh, Very simple. Yes. A couple minutes. And then and then if you have a half a sweet potato that has already been cooked, you could have one of those. Um, or you could just eat a bowl of chili. Perfect balance. Totally easy and wonderful. And like Dara said, totally balanced. Um, and um, again, so it's going to balance your blood sugar. Great start to the day. And then... You know, mid-morning, two and a half hours later, add a nice um, mid-morning snack. I was talking earlier about cottage cheese with a little blueberries and either sunflower seeds or almonds on there. Yes, you know, perfect. perfect. Um, and you could follow that up with eating a balanced um, lunch, like um, steak salad, one of me and Dar's favorites. Mm-hmm. Love steak salad with an olive oil type of dressing, some sliced avocados on top, lots of vegetables, um, and then an afternoon snack. Um, you could always do what I love is turkey roll-ups, so, mm-hmm. which can have you just take some deli meat, put some cream cheese or some avocado in there, roll it up, and either eat it with with a piece of fruit or you can have some vegetables on the side. Yep. Easy. Perfect. Easy. Okay. And um, I know when my clients stick to a plan like this, when they're eating every three to four, you know, every two to three hours, um, they have a ton of willpower, and they don't even they don't even think about what's tempting them around them. They tell you know? us that all suddenly all their cravings are gone. Yes, which is part of willpower. Yes, <laughs> so it's amazing. I love it. So um, the, okay, so should we take a okay. let's take a caller? All right. We've got that Margie on the line. Good, good morning, Margie. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hello. Hello there. Love your show. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Um, my question is really about cheese. I've heard you talk about cottage cheese, and um, but I'm kind of wondering what about the nutritional value of cheese and the types of cheese that's that are best. Well, for you, you know, I think for some cheese, some people can tolerate cheese and do very well, and some people can. It kind of depends on your goals. We, I really have found that. Most people do not lose weight very well if they eat cheese very often. They can use it as kind of a flavor enhancer yeah, flavor. on their eggs or something like that. But to just sit down and have cheese for a snack, for many people it doesn't work too well. But maybe that's not your goal is to lose weight. And, and so just to have a balance, mm-hmm. cheese would work well. And, I, you know, we always, I always encourage people to use 
uh, cheese that comes from milk that is or cream that is made, you know, it's organic mm-hmm. or it's grass fed, better quality so it doesn't have the hormones and all those things in it. Yeah. Are so, there better cheeses than others? Better cheeses? Well, you know, like it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. Well, ahead, certainly Dara. you don't want the Velveeta, t- Velveeta, Velveeta type cheeses because no. those are all fake cheeses. So you want a real cheese. And I always encourage people to do, you know, a white cheese because yep. then you're not dealing with any of the colorings and any of that. Yeah. So white cheeses. And I, I, I tend to encourage more of the hard cheeses like a Parmesan or a European cheese because mm-hmm. how they manufacture it. And, you know, a lot of their animals don't get the antibiotics and hormones like we do over here, too. So, um I hope, like Dara said, yeah, that would be the, those would be the best. Does that kind of answer your question, or yes, it does. Okay, very okay. much appreciate it. All right, thank you, Margie. And and, and you know, like uh, that would work for an afternoon snack if if cheese is not an issue for yep for people. Um, Definitely, you know, cheese, you know, a little bit of fruit and some nuts would be perfectly fine for an afternoon snack. So. Yep, exactly. Perfect. Thank you. All yeah. right. Thanks, Margie. Bye bye. So we were, again, we were talking about willpower. Yes. So, and it's plan and be prepared with good food so you will have willpower. Yes. Remember, willpower is biochemical. <laughs> and you can set yourself up to have more willpower if you want. Yes. It's biochemical. We can do something about it. Yes. Sometimes I have a client who says, I just don't have any willpower. And I go straight for the M&Ms for my snack. <laughs> the more I eat, the less willpower I have. You know, if this sounds like you, how can you break this pattern? Mm -hmm. You know, because you know it makes you feel like a failure. And you beat yourself up for something that is really just a biochemical problem. Right. It's, it's... you know, when it's a biochemical problem, you can change it. Right. And it's it, it's really about the glucose. It's about having enough for your brain, but it's you don't want to spike it by eating a bunch of processed carbohydrates. Exactly. It's not what you want to do. So, And the authors of Willpower, again, Rediscovering the Greatest Human Strength, have additional suggestions based on their research. Um, successful New Year's resolution keepers call in help to structure their environment to minimize temptation. It's all about the support. (laughs) It's all about the accountability, right? So if you are a person that just can't stop with one, whether it's one cookie, one Coke, one glass of wine, you fill in the blank. Mine probably could have been donuts and chocolate Um, (laughs) prior, right? So I would call in the help of a very effective supplement called Crave Control Plus. So what is Crave Control Plus? It's a natural supplement that dramatically reduces cravings for bread, pasta, cookies, soda, and alcohol. And how does it work? Mm-hmm. It is specially formulated to include amino acids that increase serotonin and dopamine. Yep. And those are neurotransmitters. When these are low, the brain, when you're low on these brain chemicals, mm-hmm. um, it really calls out to cookies, <laughs> candy, soda, and alcohol. Mm-hmm. So replenish the levels and these biochemical cravings go away. Some people say when they take Crave Control, it is the first time in their life that they're not fighting their cravings. And isn't that amazing? Yes. And I think that's, I mean, even just the the people who take it just for the Diet Coke cravings, they might not have sugar cravings, but, you know, the Diet Pop cravings, it's amazing. And they seriously, they don't have that, that um, you know, that desire to drink it or they want that bubbly 
It's amazing. Yes, in fact, we were going to talk about that as far as how it helps with diet Coke cravings. Right. It's, you know, and some people need to take Crave Control for two weeks. And they get rid of the Diet Coke, and as long as they don't take another sip of it, they're fine. Because they reinforce it the second they do it. So So it's very, Diet Coke is very addicting. Yes. And um, so, you know, to get off of it and then stay off of it. Yes. So let me kind of assure you that Crave Control does not contain any stimulants or herbs. Crave Control Plus is made up of amino acids, and amino acids come from meat. Yes. Magnesium, vitamin C, and, you know, even here on Dishing Up Nutrition, we often talk about the food sources for amino acids. And some of those food sources would be like chicken, eggs, cottage cheese, steak. And (laughs) Crave Control Plus is a very natural and effective supplement to reduce sugar and carb cravings. So we call in the help to help Per, give more willpower, basically. Right, exactly. And some people need that if they, you know, especially for those of you who have been stressed, whether it's through the holidays or just on the job. Um, you know, you tend to use up more of those that serotonin and dopamine, those neurotransmitters. And exactly. Again, you just don't have as much willpower when you don't have those chemicals working for you. So, this might be something that you may take for a month or two, and then you don't have to take it anymore. Exactly. So that's what's nice about it. Um, but. <clears throat> So many people have cravings for chocolate, and I mentioned that before, that I was one of them. Um, So I suggest for you chocolate cravers or lovers to call in magnesium glycinate. Okay, this will help boost up your willpower against eating chocolate, or at least help you, like, you know, minimize what you have been eating. Um, Often when your body is deficient in magnesium, your brain will crave chocolate because, ding, 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 cocoa okay, or chocolate, is already high in magnesium. So it's kind of like your body's trying to give it what it needs, you know? But, yes. you know, a lot of chocolate has a ton of sugar added to it. So unless you're eating the good stuff, the dark chocolate, yes, not so great for you. So cravings for chocolate is a biochemical response to a deficiency in magnesium. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing is two-thirds of all of us are deficient in magnesium. Yes. So you can see why chocolate sales are so high. <laughs> So yes. again, to have more willpower, and so we can actually avoid these temptations, you know, we need to really support our biochemistry and eliminate some of these deficiencies. And yeah. Anna, should we take a quick break Yes, here? we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. This week, a special report came out about the epidemic rate of type 2 diabetes in people living in Minnesota. We know type 2 is a sugar and processed carb problem. And I'm starting to realize how uneducated people are about nutrition. I just never realized it. Um, an example I would like to share. My friend's mother sent cereal bars home with the grandchildren, thinking they were good for them because they say granola, right? Oh, yes. You know, and these were, um, I guess specifically, these were the Quaker chewy granola bars, okay? I, I, I ate them as a kid. I know what they are. But when you, <laughs> when you look at the ingredients, there is brown sugar, Corn syrup, corn syrup solids, molasses, and, of course, refined soybean oil. All told, six different forms of sugar along with the refined oil. I would not feed my children the sugary bar, but this grandma thought these were healthy. So, again, it's it's just breaking down all those misconceptions and, you know, um, really getting the good the good information, information in. So, good intentions, but lack of good nutritional education. So take our weight and wellness series and you'll learn lots about what foods to feed your grandchildren. Good idea. We'll be right back. 
But welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Anna, before we went on break, you were talking about a granola bar. Well, I have another example about a granola bar. And I know a lot of parents are buying these. It's mm-hmm. Nature's Valley Granola in Peanut Cereal Bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, it sounds pretty healthy. Yeah. But let's look at the ingredients. High maltose corn syrup, sugar, high fructose corn syrup, maltodextrin. So there's five forms of sugar in this little bar. Right. <laughs> and then they add dyes. There's Ooh. yellow number five and six. Red number dye number 40. And I know of a little girl that has, if she has red dye number 40, she is totally out of control. Uh. So, and then blue number one, you know, so think of any child, you know, and they're going to have, I don't care what, whose child it is. They're going to have trouble concentrating after eating one of these bars. Again, parents are not wanting their children to be out of control. Right. They just lack the nutritional education, the nutritional knowledge. Right. And I, it's so interesting. So it, it is. It's, it's amazing how we can get so far off track because of you know what the media words. puts out and just yeah, just words. They you know granola. They they yep. pro- they promoted it so long and so much on TV that we think it's healthy, right? And it's just full of sugar. It is. It is really of many kinds. And, yes, and, six different kinds. So. Yes. So we should maybe take a caller. Yes, because Inga has been online. Okay. So good morning, Inga. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Good morning. Good morning Good to morning. you. I was listening to you talk about the, what is it, Crave Control Plus? Yes. Um, and I am currently nursing uh, an infant. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if that would be safe while nursing. It's a supplement, right? It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I it, it would be safe. It has very safe ingredients in it, and it would be safe. Um, I think... I probably would say maybe if you're having a lot of cravings, that maybe yeah you're just you're probably not eating enough if if you're breastfeeding, and I think I would you know from a nutritional point of view and from a nutritionist viewpoint I would look at helping you get more food into you so that that cuts the cravings. I think that's what's going on. Yeah, I I had I had this same thing, Inga. So yeah. <laughs> I was well, I, constantly hungry and yeah. And I notice I do a lot better if I eat a couple of hard boiled eggs, you know, to start the day. Yes. And then, then I do so much better, but you know, <laughs> well, some days it just doesn't work. Well, it's like, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe prepare some egg salad the night before or something like that yeah. uh, so that you've got food. You know, again, we always talk about throwing meat in the crock pot yeah. and having it cooked. You know, whether you put a small roast in or a chicken or something like that. And they usually cook in about four and a half hours. And they, you know, most of this just needs a little bit of salt and they mm-hmm. come out great, simple. And then you've got that meat cooked so that, you know, then it's easier to, you know, put a little bit of vegetable with that or fruit or something so that you've got. Actual meat yeah. to be eating right. throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you might need three eggs, Inga, and, and make sure that you have fat with that because the protein's right. great in those eggs, but the fat is really going to hold you over. Okay. So, um, you know, so if you do hard-boiled eggs, just make sure you do some almonds with it or 
you know, make them into deviled eggs. So you got some mayo in there. Um, that's another um, good point because that baby is taken as much as it needs and it doesn't really care about you. <laughs> I mean, it yeah. loves you, obviously. You're like yeah. the life source. But yeah, like you, you definitely, you should be eating a good five, 800 calories more than, than what you were. So. Well, and, you know, I, I was doing great until the holidays, and then, you know, you sugar this and you sugar that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, until so they just spiral, right? And it's just hard to get back on track. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. then, you know, like t- today or tomorrow morning when you get up, uh, make a big breakfast with, like Anna just said, like three eggs, mm-hmm. some cooked vegetables, butter on your vegetables, and then make sure that by 10 o'clock you have a snack of some meat and a fruit and yeah. some nuts. And I think what will happen is you'll get that self-control back. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, it's, again, that's planning, preparation, and you're calling in food to help <laughs> you with your willpower. Yep. So. And that's, what, that's how I try to feed my other kids. So, it's you know, I just need to make time to, to eat it myself. For yourself. So. Right. Exactly. Got to take care of yourself. It's so important, right? <laughs> right. Well, thank right. you for the call thank this morning. Thank you, Inka. Well, that was a All good right. call. That was perfect. Yes. Well, you know, we want to um, we want to talk about a couple of other things that you can call in the help, you know. Yep. And it's like we talked about magnesium, we talked about crave control, but Anna, let's talk a little bit about someone that is deficient in zinc. (laughs) What's a sign and a symptom that they might have as far as cravings for sugar? Well, a lot of times people with zinc um, deficiency will have an extremely intense sugar craving or sweet craving after um, dinner. They have to have dessert. Like they have to have dessert, and sometimes it's, it's sometimes it's after lunch. They just have to have something sweet. Yes. You know, it could be lunch and dinner. Um, that is like so characteristic of zinc deficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason being is zinc is in the appetite center of the brain. Exactly. And so what happens is it kind of if you if you don't have enough, it it kind of tells your body, oh, I'm not really satisfied with what I just ate. You know, even though it might be just, you know, a bunch of great vegetables, sweet potato, good protein, but you're still looking for something else. Exactly. To satisfy it or to taste it. Because, again, Mm -hmm. you don't have zinc. Your taste buds aren't working as efficiently as they should. So, And sometimes it can be salt, too, right, Dar? Yes, it can. It can can be a salt craving, too. So, So, you know, some of the other signs and symptoms of a zinc deficiency might be you get viruses often. Very easily, yep. You might have some acne. I mean, that's another that's sign another and symptom. One. So there are other signs and symptoms of zinc deficiencies. Yep. But, and again, the meat, meat is the source of zinc. So we get zinc mainly from animal protein. Yep. So again, I think a lot of women tend not to eat enough um, protein. Yep. So and it's easy to get deficient in it, and zinc is also used up when we're get, when we're when we're when we're stressed out. It's right. another one that helps us deal with stress. So, again, or if you you work out hard often and you lose it through sweat, it's very easy to become deficient in zinc. Yes. So, so you know, most people need somewhere between thirty and fifty milligrams of zinc per day. To keep that level up. Yep. So most Maltese do not have, do not have that, maybe they have, have 15 enough. milligrams but or even less. So usually the people cannot get enough zinc from a multivitamin. Right. And, oh. and we have easy tests if you want to test yourself out at our offices. So, 
So, you know, we we keep talking about how do you have more willpower? Mm-hmm. So um, I think uh, willpower starts with breakfast. Breakfast. It totally starts with breakfast. Um, and we were talking about it before. And sometimes you're sometimes people are rushed in the morning and so they want something quick and easy. Um, and I will tell you exactly what I had this morning. Okay. Um, because sometimes I don't feel like eating when it's that early in the morning, but I make myself. And <laughs> um, it's I had smoked trout. Oh. Smoked trout is easy. Or if you like smoked salmon better, that's fine too. But I had some and I knew it needed to be eaten. And I didn't feel like making eggs, so I had my smoked trout. It was probably about a three-ounce fillet. Okay. And then I just ate, um, I just sliced up an, a small apple with that, and that's what I had for breakfast this morning. I didn't have to do any cooking. Simple, okay. easy. So, per- Yes. So do you have another one of those great <laughs> ideas? Yes. Um, it's another fish one. Okay. But um, I've also made um, um, sa- salmon salad I've made or chicken salad. That I've had, and some like for those of you who are not gluten sensitive, I get um, sp- the sprouted bread from mm-hmm. either Ezekiel or Trader Joe's, and then I just um, broil that for two minutes with, with some melted goat cheese on top, and that's super easy and very satisfying. Okay, I've done that with sardines too. Okay, so um, what's another one I do? Uh, deviled eggs. I do deviled eggs often. My, Isabel has become a huge fan of deviled eggs, so I make I try to have them on hand all the time. She has two or three of those in the morning at breakfast, and I'll ha- have one or two with her, with her, and then and something else for protein. But those are very easy and very satisfying. Mm-hmm. There's not very many people who don't like deviled eggs. So, so another, oh, well, I think <laughs> we must. It must be the time to end our show here. Mm-hmm. So, Anna, thank you for being on, and I think we probably presented a lot of ideas on willpower and it all goes back to balancing your blood sugar and planning 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 yes thank you can't say it enough. Have a thank great you day. guys the content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters they are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent disease statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the fda